0: An oath sworn is an oath answered. An oath of vengeance for a life taken, a past destroyed, a future threatened. Enemy of darkness, his battle eternal, he walks the earth relentless. His mission... To hunt the messengers of evil and drive them back to hell. Now, the light of the earth depends on the immortal.
1: What is the hippy-tap? Twenty-something, something, something. I'm gonna say
2: twenty-five.
1: I like it. Twenty-five. Nice number. Divides by five very well. Right into itself. Five. Five times five. Twenty-five. I love it. Murray. We're all putting our thinking caps on today because we are doing one of the most sophisticated shows of the year 2000. We we're we we're going into the year 2000 uh, for our, our, our main episode, right. Death Race 2000. It's
2: all, it's all falling into place.
1: Everything. We got this d- dismemberments, and we got fucking death races in 2000. We've got hands missing. Yeah, dismemberments. Oh, God damn. But we got to put on our fucking thinking caps because... When you're doing a Lorenzo Lamas feature, he's the thinking man's
2: action something, other. something or other. Yeah, who does he look like? What? I was thinking, who does he look like that he would be the thinking man version oh. of? Oh he's shit! Great, he's got fucking rock star hair. Dude, the hair, rock so, he, star. He, he's hair.
1: doing something because we conditioning. Ev- everybody knows we're big renegade fans. And Branscombe's usually the hair in that show. You can't look past the well, Sioux he, Falls. He upped
2: his game after working with Branscombe for years.
1: Exactly. Branscombe probably sat him down one day, and Lorenzo was finally willing to listen to him, and he learned a lot. It's I can't imagine secrets. This may become a hair product we feature
2: uh, out yeah, of Merman Productions. To talk in the future. Talk to Lorenzo about that next time. I'm talking to him. I'm going to ask him about his hair secrets.
1: The taste of Steve James. The feel of the Sioux Falls. The
2: flow. Of the Sioux Falls. There we go. The flow. The volume. Well, this. This uh, show is so deep that I didn't even know it existed until three days ago. How did you come across this? Because you hit me up with them. I just stumbled on it because in this episode we're doing, the wrestler Brett the Hitman Hart is a character. I don't know. I I stumbled. I was thinking of YouTube things. You just fucking fall into a hole. Yep. I know that, and old. Uh, I never knew. I, I thought he was still doing Renegade in two thousand. I don't know what what were the years. I don't know when Renegade was even on. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. L- I don't. I think
2: we've even said this. We both, the '90s syndicated shows. We don't know anything about them. Like, no. There's so, so many of them
1: too, and they but, they really do take the mantle of the early like the '80s action
2: uh, films. Yeah, really cheap.
1: Yeah, they condense it into forty minute episodes, but Murray. Time and time again, when I do the notes, they end up being just as long as a 90-minute movie. They
2: pack it in, man. They pack it pack in. those they, details.
1: And they, they... Oh, Lorenzo's going off the fucking chain with these one-liners. Soup's up. I smell fear. You know, and it comes I to... I smell a, what the
2: soup is cooking? I
1: smell what the soup is cooking. He did it before The Rock. To, actually, that would be after
2: The Rock. Yeah. um, Yeah, this uh, show is weird. <laughs> It is it not is it's it's totally coincidental that he's an immortal and there's a show called Highlander at the same time. That's totally coincidental.
1: And I believe the imagery for Highlander uses a katana as well, because in the first Highlander, that's totally katana, coincidental. Totally coincidental.
2: He wears a duster, he, that's who he looks like. He looks like the dude who is the lead of the Highlander show. Was like, that
1: Sorbo? No, no, that was, he some was Hercules. I just keep throwing out. Sorbo. I don't know
2: what that guy's name was, but they can. They're similar. Yeah, I <sighs> don't know. This show, uh, we just glanced over the. You know our crack research that we do. We well, the
1: research team is out on vacation. We we're good. It's uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we're good
2: all. bosses. We we let our you know
1: our research team go out on vacation, so they're all out. Well, They got, their, they got their
2: shots. So we're like. Enjoy. You've yeah, been go enjoy yourself. The best, I mean, we've been slaving the most past year. We didn't think everyone else took a year off because of fucking the pandemic. We didn't. No, nope, We've been. We've I risked been working my life, life every ever. week for you. People coming here and being across from. You Griff. think they
1: would uh, show some respect for that? Maybe go listen to a Steve James no. starring episode.
2: No, they wouldn't. No, you're, I don't know. You're gonna miss us when we're gone. <laughs> so, getting back to uh, the immortal. Doing my crack glancing of the Wikipedia page, I learned that Lorenzo Alamis' character, Raphael Rafe Kane, somehow mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. in Asia. I don't know why. Hey, th-
1: again, these are perfect transitions of 80s movies. 80s movies always just dropped white people, gaijins, yeah. in the middle of uh, you know Japan and stuff. And then a sensei picks them up and teaches them everything they know now. Yeah, that sounds right. So, I mean, why wouldn't
2: this show just do that? His, well, before he learns from a son sensei, his wife is killed by a demon, and his daughter is taken to the underworld.
1: This opens a whole new avenue of questions. How does he know it was? A I demon? think this is
2: explained in the opening that we did for this episode. But I could not understand a word that I, he, that he was saying. No idea. Maybe I'll find a cleaner version he of was it. He's he doing the Lorenzo it? mumble. A yeah,
1: mumble. Lorenzo's got that mumble. He's trying to be way cooler. He's got the looks, but he does not have the, so he the vows
2: voice. he will kill every demon in existence. They really thought this show was going to last. So he's going to kill every demon, mm-hmm. and but he needed help from his sensei, the samurai, who teaches him apparently magic to make him immortal. Yeah, we don't know. This is the first episode we've ever watched, and this is you're probably never going to watch an episode. But if you want to, they're all on YouTube. The entire yeah. series, it lasted one season, 22 episodes.
1: So as you might have noticed, in the, uh, it's either in the show notes or in the title. This is the third episode. that The show opens up with a two-part, you know, long one origin episode. Origin story, probably. So probably the origin story. We don't we don't do that kind of research though. Oh. We're not going to watch that. We just want to see this because like you said, Brett, the fucking hitman heart the excellence right, of execution it's just
2: trash we're not going back. We still want to talk about Brett. So.
1: oh, there is so much to talk about with Brett. I'll work in some of his amazing I I gotta say this man is an inspiration for all of my voice talent. You know, whenever I break into an accent and people are writing in, yeah, like, He who really is-
2: stretches himself. People think wrestlers are just dummies that, you know, they, they can't even read. Yeah. Brett becomes this character, Randall the Collector. Yeah. And it's all with the voice. It's all about that voice. But getting back to the origin of, of this show. Oh, yeah. So, he vows vengeance and the samurai teaches him the magic of immortality, apparently, and swordsmanship. Samurai swordsmanship. Of course. To be exact. Yeah. Katana. Japanese for sword. Yeah. He, along the way, meets, apparently, he's at, he gets a squire, acquires a squire. Acquire a squire. Called Goodwin, who's our comic relief character, which, they're never funny. He, oh, my God, he is the absolute tw- 2,000. I thought he was a late teen. He had teen fucking, uh, the spiked like spiked, uh, Tips like Frosted Tips. Oh, Frosted Spike Tips. He had the Puka Shell necklace. He was so he looked not... like he, he had to have date raped somebody in his life. Oh man, if Sean is listening, he was a big
1: offspring fan. I'm so, sorry.
2: Somehow he becomes immortal too. So for because this, this first takes place in the sixteenth century. Yeah. And then, I didn't understand that it takes now we of course the show and we have flashbacks. I apparently I'm guessing there's flashbacks in every episode where he he's being taught a lesson oh, yeah. by a sensei. Three times in this episode My along. crack
1: research was looking at every all 22 episodes on IMDb to see if there's any more actors we would like to see featured. Uh, just Brett again in another episode. So be on the lookout for the immortal <laughs> second episode we do because Brett is reprising his role as Randall.
2: Great name! Randall! Great name. Randall! So... It, now the movie, the show starts in the twenty first century because it's the year two thousand. The and they meet a a, 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 a a psychologist named Sarah, Sarah, who's like the Scully to their Mulders. Oh, good call. Yeah,
1: that's that's definitely what's happening She's here. She's
2: got all the science. She's like, there must be a logical explanation I for all these things. I think
1: she was like a Bigfoot hunter, and then she realized I got to stop chasing a mythical zoologist. Yeah, what a
2: cryptozoologist, a cryptozoologist, right?
1: And she said, I'm gonna stop chasing around these mythical creatures. Uh, she saw the MacGyver episode when they unmasked, which we did. You
2: think that's what happened with the pipeline? It wasn't really a ransom thing. It was the Bigfoot dudes. Holy shit, Marie! God. Did we inspire that? I feel I I, no, I don't feel bad because the oil companies can, can go fuck themselves. But I feel bad for the people that I don't feel bad for the people that were filling up fifty gallon tanks of gas because they had to hoard gas, even though we were going to have gas a week later. What
1: The fuck is with people?
2: People are Hoarding scum. Gas. Oh. They're scum. But I do feel bad for the people who fucking didn't have gas for a week. Oh, Sorry. It was awful.
1: This year, we've already had two. Call back pe- to oh. our
2: first tippy tap, by the way. How was that a call It was our second tippy tap, because we did uh, Walker. Because Bigfoot. Oh, tippy tap, right. Yeah. That wasn't Walker. That no, was I, mean, I corrected myself. It was our second tippy tap. That was... was- the second tip of that was MacGyver. Oh, okay, okay. we wow, need to go back it? to MacGyver, man. We've already done twenty-five. Years. I
1: know. I got that's MacGyver's my domain. I think we're gonna do the one where he fights Siafu. I want to talk
2: about the uh, new MacGyver. It's already canceled. Oh, okay, then fuck it.
1: I mean we can we could try to find an episode. No, but I don't I'm not excited about
2: Um that. No, we already we we already did Navy SEALs. That's enough. That's oh,
1: let's not bring up Navy SEALs. So
2: that's the story basically. They they they're gonna stop demons and there's a there's a uh boss demon that they like they have to stop. Okay.
1: Sixteenth century, trained under a sensei. Immortal. Immortal has this little immortal buddy Goodwin who is trapped in a twelve year old's body with a spiked hair and frosted tips, puka necklace, loves the offspring. Where's Flip flops
2: everywhere he goes.
1: Flip flops and cargo shorts. Oh my god, is the worst. So and a hoodie. Why is he wearing the hoodie?
2: Because yeah, why? Your arms are cold, but your legs are. Ugh, I hate those. Billabong. Ah, everything them. about this kid is awful. He has Janko jeans when it's really cold. Very <laughs> <laughs> two thousand. Was that two thousand? I don't even know anymore. No, that sounds two thousand. I fell, it, off. It I might I fell been, off. Like I don't know what. It might going have been
1: on. a little earlier because I do remember. Yeah. I think that was when I was in sixth grade, so that would have been a little, a little earlier. I think. I don't okay. remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just like a year or two earlier. So are we ready to open this episode? Did we do yeah. enough back on no yeah. one knows what the show's about. Do we more
0: are...
2: research if you want to know more. Hey, we Murray? gave you the, the, the taste a taste of Lorenzo. We all know. You gotta do your
1: own research. Exactly. Marjorie Taylor Green would be proud of it all. Mm. Yeah, fuck that
2: one. So we start. Our buddies, I guess they travel in a bus. Now, on the inside looks like a, like a luxurious like a, yeah. RV.
1: They were ahead of the curve because that's what people do nowadays is they convert, like, buses into little mobile, okay. you know, homes. So they were ahead of the curve.
2: And if you want to really track a demon, Predator Vision's the best because they're from hell. They're hot. Yeah. So they're staking out this h- homeless shelter. I thought, you know what, it reminded me of the place where George Floyd got killed. It looked just like that area. Oh, I didn't. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I've seen that image fifty million times in the past year. So. Oh, I'm sure you have. I, I don't have the news on. So I
1: appreciate this shot because we get the overhead of the bus, and there is literally a camcorder just sticking out <laughs> eight feet above the bus, staring right in. 50 feet away, probably less, probably 20 feet away from the front of yeah, the place. Yeah, they're on the other side of the street. Yeah, and no one, everyone's a black. Why is there it. a giant
2: bus that's parked across the street from this homeless shelter? How
1: is that a good stakeout? Because they're staking out. They're looking for demons. Well, you got to stake out in comfort, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So we go inside of the bus where we hear bleeps and bloops. And I didn't even know this technology existed at the time. Little Goodwin is playing with a VR system. Is he a time traveler? Like, we're just getting <laughs> VR
2: systems today. Well, you do remember, like, in the 90s, like, I don't think we had the the technology, but there was a lot of that. Visual reality was fucking huge. Like, that was going to be the next step. And then it just kind of gone away, and now it's come back because I guess now we have the technology. Yeah, it's like 3D TV. But wherever. there's so oh. many, like, shows and movies that had the giant fucking, like, goggles on okay. or whatever. Yeah. So it Oh, you know, fits. you're
1: right. You're right. With the visors. Right. And- yeah, so he's playing around with that. I was about to get to level ten. It's like a cobweb of wires that Sarah pulls up, and she starts unplugging things because her computer. Her she's got she's not only she was the cryptozoologist, and then now she's a psychiatrist or something. And she's probably a parapsychologist. And now she's like uh, a computer electrical engineer. Jack jack of all trades. Yeah, Jack of all Jack Lin of all trades, of course. And she starts pulling out all the wires because she needs more juice for her predator vision. And that's when we get our first view, and we get Raph, who's just like, who needs this technology? What do you
2: even do around here? All you need is this. He pulls the sword out. Oh, yeah, the sword, of course. This is my technology.
1: And, of course, a nice duster, because it's 2000. Matrix was out. Right,
2: Blade. He's Blade. Basically, he has a Blade, and he is Blade. And we they we see that there's two very hot, but one mildly hot body, slightly above. Maybe she has COVID. Maybe she's a demon. Yeah. And then a super 140 degree body. And they're just hauling in these homeless people to the shelter.
1: Is that okay? They were the driving around in like a little minivan uh, caravan or whatever the just, fuck brand was. They're
2: just picking up homeless people to. to Eat, I'm assuming Because these okay. people are demons And you know why I know? Because fucking Rafe scent smells it Yeah he says, I smell a demon. I smell a rat and a demon.
1: Yeah, and, and we got Sarah trying to say, well, the woman's not showing that strong of a sign. Right. So I she's think like, she's doing... like, there's
2: definitely one demon. Yeah. But this one, no, she might just have a fucking fever. Right. Yeah, exactly. She might just have a fever. We tell her to go
1: to see a doctor, maybe get a vaccine. Right. It's right. real Rafe, because Rafe is an anti-vaxxer.
0: Of course he's
2: anti He's mortal. He doesn't need yeah. it. Exactly. And he's like, my nose knows. <laughs> And that's a fucking demon. I've been killing demons for four hundred years. Come on. You can't fight four hundred years of now. In fact, I'm gonna kill this demon right the fuck
1: now. Goodwin. Let's go and good like what? Why me? I didn't see again. I did not realize he was also 400 years old, trapped in a 12 year old's body. I just spent
2: 40 years with this guy. It'd be awful. I spent 44 minutes and wanted to murder him.
1: Yes, I can't imagine how comfortable Lorenzo is with him now. So we're gonna be talking about Dar- David Carradine and his.
2: There's got to be an episode where he saved Ray's life and he like swore like an oath. To Maybe him, you know? that's got to be it. I don't know. We're not watching it. So but we
1: we're talking know. about David Carradine and his briefs uh, on Wednesday day here we I can't imagine how many times Lorenzo has gotten comfortable Lorenzo, Lorenzo, I had a like brain schizophrenic and and schizophrenic mannerism I forget what they called it and um but this kid has had to see Rafe in his underwear so many times and he's like "Is my package hanging right like they he has to be that level comfortable with this kid at this point they
2: are they see each other naked
1: so they're gonna go inside they know a man is a demon and the woman might be a demon as well and we go inside where there is this beautiful cauldron of stew just bubbling up. You see onions, you see fucking cauliflower heads. It's going to be a very nutritious stew. Very, very fiber, fibrous. Until. Our fucking demon boy with his fucking offspring shirt on starts squeezing off what looked yeah, think, like. Didn't he have some white boy dreads, too? He was really. I didn't yeah. think it was white boy dreads. Oh. His teeth were kind of, like, dreaded. They looked awful. They were just, like, gnarls. of it's a demon. Of course he's going to have rotten teeth. Yeah. And so they're giggling because villains giggle, Murray. Right. <laughs> That's how you know they're villains. This soup's getting real Spicy. And, of course, Amanda's there, and she's giggling, too. So it's like, oh, she is a demon. Raph's No. And then Rafe comes in. I ordered the salad. Hold on. Before <laughs> Rafe comes in. <laughs> yeah. Before he orders the salad, we get uh, a character who's uh, prevalent in this episode alone, I believe. McQueen. You kids need to stop that. I can help you. I can show you the way. Yeah. Kind of an old, older gentleman. He's doing a pre- Peter Frampton, and we're going to learn why in a little bit was
2: here. Was
1: he using the like that voice thing? Well, yeah, that's why Auto he said, tuning? I can show you the way. I want oh, you yeah. to show me the way every he day. He is a great
2: guitar player, much like Peter Frampton. Exactly. And then, Actually, this character was based on Peter Frampton's life. Yes. Yes. And then, well, so we'll learn a little bit more
1: about Peter Frampton as we go. Then did Rave he play kicks, Woodstock? What's that?
2: Did he play Woodstock?
1: He did. Cool. Okay. Then we get Rave coming in and he again ordered the salad. And then he, we... he's that weirdo who orders the salad instead of the soup. Everyone gets the soup. No one wants
2: the salad. And sometimes I'm in the mood for a salad, I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling a little bloated, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I need some fucking greens. Okay. Need some fiber. So nice iceberg. <laughs> hey. Every salad
1: I've ever seen is just been iceberg. So. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, if you're eating a shitty salad, yes, that would be an iceberg. I've had many, many salads in my life, but I'm not going to go into that. I'll that will be for work. the next tippy-tap. <laughs> the salad tap. So, uh, yeah, so there's a fight. We get the – did Rafe pull out the frying pan or is the demon?
1: Rafe get or no, uh, the demon gets the frying pan. I just love this because Rafe busts in with a the, with the shotgun and, and he cocks it once, flips it, cocks it again. Like So he like ejects one of the shells I guess, and puts I another guess. one in. You can just see Lorenzo. This is Lorenzo in his
2: in his element. So in his in mind, now I can shoot two bullets at once. Apparently. Because I cocked it twice.
1: But he doesn't even shoot it once because uh you know, just a big old fist fight breaks out. We got all kinds of shit happening. He's like trying to grab the girl or something because, yeah, the, the the demon man comes behind him with a cast iron frying pan and fucking hits him real hard over the head. He no-sells it. He just turns around and he's shaking Ultimate Warrior style. If there were ropes there, he would have shook them too. And, uh, yeah, he after that, he just pulls out his katana. He never slashes. Did you notice that? He just stabs. He never slashes. He holds it like a knife in a horror movie, and he stabs downward. And it's really interesting
2: how they do this shot because that's they how sh- the ancient samurais did it. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so they show like him come down with the sword, and then we have an overhead view of
2: the sword piercing the demon boy. Some great special effects. Amazing! A big old demon hole this opens sh- up. I- this show doesn't even have a shoestring budget. It has a Velcro budget. It's so <laughs> fucking awful. The show is so cheap looking. Oh, I, I really like that, Marie. Uh, it it's it awful. And yes, he goes to. So when he kills the demon, they immediately go back to hell. And so for, they can't come back? Why can't they just come back? Because one demon does come back later on in the episode. Well, yeah, I was just going to say,
1: not to so spill kind too of many. It's a fruitless beans.
2: kind of uh, thing to do.
1: Y- yeah, like. We do not – you're supposed to – whenever we cover these shows, like, the rules are established in every single episode. And then every once in a while, there might be, like, a caveat to that. In this show, the caveats are everywhere, and the logic is nowhere. So he stabs to the guy. Demon boy is gone. And the girl's getting ready to hit fucking Goodwin over the head with a frying pan – or not a frying pan, but a cookie sheet. We know what kind of devastation that does, (laughs) Mr. Nick Gage. Yes. So just as she is about to do it, then we get Sarah. She also came inside, and you know she's got like a croquet mallet, wherever she got that from, and she bonks the girl over the head. That's where we get McQueen kind of explaining his whole situation. Well, we see he's missing a hand. Interesting. Did he always miss a hand, or did he get cut off? I think he got cut off. He got it cut off. Did Rife cut it off? Uh, no, Rife didn't. Rife, yeah, you know what? Rife did slice at him
2: in the... It Rafe, in the, in, but you want to say Rife? you can. I keep <laughs> saying Rife, don't I? Rife. Can you say your name? Like, I like to see you just, like, <laughs> talk a story about yourself in the third person. You're Rife? Like, graph Groof?
1: I did use to have Gruff. a site called GriffGraph, and okay. I made graphs, and I posted my GriffGraphs to the gra- GriffGraph oh, site. That sounds exciting. Was, so, yeah.
2: yeah, so we see he's, yeah, he's missing a hand. He's a fake hand. He didn't get his, like, real hand chopped off.
1: Yeah and he's standing up for Amanda. He's like, "No, you guys cannot send her to the demon hole. I can get through to her.
2: She's been she's okay. She's being groomed by demons. She's not a demon. She's just being groomed by demons. I can save her."
1: Yeah, all I got to do, you got to you guys got to trust me. I'm going to take her to my ranch where I have a nice quiet basement, cage,
2: whips, uh chains. Orange juice, chocolate bars. That's all you need. You think that'll work for deprogram- demonism? Yes. Deprogram a demon. We
1: know the power of orange juice and uh I and thought demons bars. possessed
2: you that you didn't deprogram a demon, but apparently you can deprogram a demon.
1: I thought the only way to deprogram a demon was to fuck them with an orange rind on your penis. That's, if either- that is
2: what the midnight thud would do. Okay. So he's like, yeah, I. this is my thing. I kind of fell into it. I deprogrammed demons. Well, yeah, I used to,
1: you know, I used to live a different life. And Goodwin pipes in, "You're, you're Steve McQueen. You're the guy who races the cars. Owen Wilson did your voice in that movie. And also, you were. I saw you at fucking uh, Woodstock.
2: Golden Thread. Remember that great the band, Golden, Golden Thread. Nope, they, oh, they went right before Sha Na Na.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those bands. Every time I heard it, I was like, "Is that?
2: Is that a really band? Yeah." What's the other one? I don't. I can't do okay. it. Yeah, okay.
0: gold yeah. threads, Yeah, the other yeah, yeah.
2: So yes, yeah, so he's all fanboying out. He's like, "Can you sign my Puka shells?" <laughs> and because we're thinking, like, Griff was saying, we don't know he's immortal. It's so, like Woodstock '99. He's like, he's like, yeah, I raped a girl to your music because that's all that happened in Woodstock '99. And oh, I set fire too, <laughs> and I threw mud at fucking Green Day. It was awesome. Oh wait, so did he go to
1: the '60s one or did he go to the '99 <laughs> one? We
2: can't tell. That's the thing. I, if you would have said, "We don't
1: do any research." We if can't he tell. would have said, "Primus sucks," I would be able to target it because Primus wasn't at the first Woodstock.
2: I said Green Day.
1: You did say Green Day yeah. as well. That would <laughs> dated. it. I'm so glad. Can I just say this?
2: Fuck Charlie Sheen. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's one Sheen I don't like. Oh. We know our Sheens. God damn. So I take him back to this dilapidated house that McQueen had. I'd be super sketchy looking. I don't know what. Our fucking boy, Rafe, he, he's, like, onto this. He's like, I don't buy this shit. But, it, um, but Sarah's like, no, hear him out. So we see the outside of the house.
1: There's, like, an electric code panel to get in that you have to punch the code in. and it's fucking- Which would
2: creep the fuck out, me. Like, somebody was like. If
1: you remember, Silence of the Lambs does the double switch on you where they show someone at the door, like, the police getting ready to charge in. This looks like that house where you're just like, <laughs> that's the fucking creep house with the fucking well in the basement and everything. Right. That's the creepy vibe you get from this yeah. house. So, I'm just, sorry, just playing it And up. They
2: have, he has a cage in his basement that he keeps Amanda the demon girl in.
1: We don't even get to see that for a minute. Right when we walk on the door, boarded up windows, <laughs> barely any light coming green through. Green light for some green reason. Green light. light.
2: John it, DeHart would have a heart attack.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. John DeHart probably quit movie making <laughs> because of this scene.
2: He was a big fan of Lorenzo. He probably did lighting and then they demanded green light and he's like, I don't do that, pal. But I gotta do Adios, <laughs> and he just walked off set and never went to a movie oh. set ever again. Oh my god! Now well, I don't like this show because it killed John DeHart's career. Hey, we moved on to lawyering. So yes, it's a, it's like a fucking it's it's a haunted house for fuck's sake. It, yeah, mine is. It probably. looks like the fucking uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. There's a room with bone furniture in it. <laughs> There's a, 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 a fucking chicken in a cage. It's this fucking creepy We're doing as hell. such
1: a good job of explaining. We're
2: so bad at <laughs> details
1: some days, but today we're fucking knocking it out of the park. Everyone's gonna we be- were inspired by Master
2: YKKM just before we Dude, did this. Dude, we episode. watched.
1: Everyone needs to know about this because we've all seen Miami Connection, one of the best movies ever. One of the best episodes ever. Oh, yeah. We did a great job on that one. <laughs> Miami Connection actually. Uh, has a vice the the people on HBO or whatever channel, but it's on YouTube for free. There's a whole 25 minute interview with YK Kim, story of the movie. This a
2: genius YK Kim.
1: Oh, it is so fucking Miami good. Miami Connection, if you it, don't know, what we're talking about. Yep, Miami Connection. Go check it out. Maybe I'll throw it in the show notes if I remember. So good. Anyways, we're going back into this house. Um, wow. And, yeah, now we're going into the basement where they're keeping Amanda.
2: We're the locking cage. her up. They give her a nice plate of spaghetti and liver. Yeah. <laughs> we're going into the m-
1: more side of the I want to know.
2: Did the director, was she, like, doing it herself? Because she does some great Billy Drago hand acting with this spaghetti. I was just going to say that, Murray. I was just going there.
1: Because she is taking up one noodle at a time, and she's... <laughs> and i hate mouth noises and eating noises i hate it and this girl supposed to be an evil demon so she's getting under my skin like she's serious yeah she's
2: she's method dude yeah. she's living like a demon she's doing a good job i should have looked up to see if she
1: got any more work after this because i could imagine her as so in a villain in so many movies
2: yeah and so ray uh, mcqueen's like look i can get through to her trust me ray's like only good demon is a dead demon yeah he,
1: uh, he heads outside. He's got to get some fresh air. We're in a completely different location for this outside shot. We're nowhere close to this warehouse anymore. <clears throat> but Sarah goes out to chat with them, and again, we're we're dealing with science versus you know uh, crystal magic bullshit. <laughs> yes, because she's trying to explain to him like, look,
2: my numbers are showing this, and me, gra- me-, me graphs big rest. she's like if you only knew how many bims she has right now it's off the charts yeah and we know our bims
1: yeah and raf is just like look I, I gotta i gotta confess something here i'm not i'm kind of surprised by lorenzo stretching here because he's showing a little uh, um fragility vulnerability vulnerability thank you uh-huh. and he's just like look my master my sensei he always told me and I don't know if when – when I heard that sentence, I was like, I feel a fucking flashback coming on. <laughs> right. Whatever he says. One of know, three you
2: know. in this episode. So we're assuming this is a regular occurrence on this show. Yeah, yeah. I 90% certain it is.
1: And he's just like, my sensei always told me that what I'm doing is honorable and I shouldn't feel anger. I should feel you know, relief for, for freeing these people from their horrible lives. But I don't. I feel anger. I want to murder this woman.
2: And then he, then he has this flashback, and we learn that his, his master goes, that's perfectly all right because everyone has a light side and a dark side. We're duality, yin and the yang.
1: Murray, and what is that like? I love this fucking line, and it's all I can think about now. It's the greatest philosophy of all I time. I have that
2: tattoo in Sanskrit right on my ribs now. I think that's going to be my next tattoo. Because he breaks it down for you. This is like, you want to know the meaning of life? He's like, look, a chicken has light and dark meat. Like, it's duality, people. I prefer the dark meat, but, you know. I love that they come out of the flashback. Does that mean I'm evil? That I prefer dark meat over light meat? No. Okay.
1: Duck is all dark meat, and duck is the most delicious, decadent meat of all. Love duck. And um, so I love this because they come out of the flashback, and Rafe is just looking up at the – he's not missing any of that heavenly glory. He's looking up there and just like, chicken, light and dark. He, he, he fucking loves that philosophy. Yeah, I could
2: just see that written on a fortune cookie
1: right now. Chicken philosophy. It's my favorite philosophy. All right. So uh, we got the crew. This this would be uh, Sarah and Goodwin and them. And they're loudly talking over McQueen, who's trying. He's doing, like, a session with Beatrice and, and Sid. Sid, yeah, Sydney, and they're trying to like do a normal. It looks you great know.
2: casting for Sydney because he was creepy looking as fuck. He had these yeah. weird eyebrows.
1: Beatrice not that creepy, but they Their like hair was threw, retarded. I don't they, know what was going on. Yeah, with she kind of had a, a, uh, not is it April, the girl from Parks and Rec, Aubrey Plaza. She kind of looked like her, but, but a little bit more weight on her. The hair was horrible. But the hair, yeah, the hair was just, like, shooting all over the place. Uh-huh. I mean, so, like, no. She just, like, woke up. They they were just trying to really push that she was a demon, and yeah. they did it in the worst possible way. Right. So, yeah, the crew is all just, like, talking over them, trying to do, like, a therapy session. Very rude. I mean, he's doing delicate work here. He's trying
2: oh, to deprogram demons. Well, Rafe doesn't believe any of this hogwash.
1: Yeah, I guess it makes sense.
2: So McQueen's like, look, I got a little... little, little uh, Character building kind of thing. I want to show you guys. I'm so excited about this, Marie. I they painted it black,
1: so you might not recognize it. But you've probably watched Prices right before. I've seen it. Yeah. You know the game where they rolled the dice? Yeah. That was this table. It was. That was this table. I recognize wow. that table anywhere. Okay. There was the little ramp. There was the fuck. Oh,
2: I, I was so excited to see that. I was like, that's where that ended up. Well, come on down because McQueen pulls. He's a guy. He's got a kitten, and he's like. Look, how could anybody who's not a demon want to do anything this adorable little kitten? Oh, yeah. And Sid immediately, you see his fangs coming out. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, yeah. Sidney, don't you want to pet this kitten? Yeah, yeah. Sweating. He's sweating. He didn't get spaghetti and liver. No, he did not. Yeah. And he's like, well, here. Here you go. Here you go, buddy. And he's got a little string. He's like, hey, you want to tease that little kitten yeah. with it? We Let's got Sarah. Play with this pussy.
1: Sarah's got like a little handheld calculator that's apparently doing some mathematics <laughs> of the it's, situation. It's getting
2: the bims. It's measuring bims. Yeah, it's measuring bims. Beatrice is kind of staring at that kitten. Rafe's Ray, not here. He's yet. been working on Sydney a little more than Beatrice, so he goes Clearly. to Sidney first.
1: I think he's trying to stay awake. I'm, no, I get, no,
2: I don't know what's going on here. And McQueen's like, what do you want to do to that pussy, huh? Huh? What do you want to do to that? And he's like, I want to I pet it, stroke it. What do you, why don't you go do that? They're just getting he got very sexual for some reason. I found it sexual. I don't know. I'm a creep. So he's just petting that thing. And he's like, Sid is easily winning this com- yes. contest. And, then, and he's like, "See,
1: see, mm, looking at, looking at Ray, right. C And Sarah's pointing out his bims are dropping. This is amazing. This, this McQueen right. is doing some fucking amazing work here.
2: Right. And then he introduces the fucking snake. He's like, he's Alice Cooper. All of a sudden, he just pulls out this gigantic fucking python. I'm not, I'm not making. A, I made a pussy euphemism earlier. I'm not making a penis euphemism now. This is a real python, and he just throws it on the table. Like like a like a pair of dice, he just rolls them, gets snake eyes. (laughs) So he's like, now now what do you want to do now? Do you want to feed that pussy some python?
1: And Beatrice is sitting there. She's like, yes, give me the
0: snake. Give it, feed the snake, feed the snake,
2: feed the snake. snake! This is awesome. And then Sydney's kind of like. Battling him, so battling with his white and light and dark chicken meat. We're supposed he's to be a... seeing the
1: snake get closer, mm, like it yeah. imminent doom is there, and he's about to snatch defeat from the jaws of the snake. But it's nowhere close, <laughs> and but you still get the moment where Sid picks it up and he's caressing the cat and he's holding it against his heart, and their two heartbeats are
2: beating as one, and he's just everybody Bim's is just... at a perfect sixty-nine. <laughs> That's the perfect level. We've all seen the apple. We know the perfect bim. And Rafe's like, huh his snorts, walks out. Yeah, and
1: Sarah's trying to explain, it's a litmus test, it's working. He's, his BIM, it's a normal human level.
2: We can do this, we can depro, we don't have to kill demons anymore, we can deprogram them. And as soon as she says that, we see Beatrice' tail, can't tell, sticking out of her mouth.
1: Yeah, someone's, Goodwin goes, where the tail, or where the cat, oh. And then you hear fucking Rafe, before he walks out of the room, he just says, the only litmus test is death. Sarah,
2: boom, and then we see, <laughs> and then he's like, spit it out, spit out that. Plus. We just see, we just see a tail, and she out spits. Of the, and she does, she does spit the kitten out, Yeah. and lands in Goodwin's hands. Like, oh, oh, I've never had pussy before. And then we cut to the like later in the day. Yep. We need a, we need a, we need a lemonade break. We need a. They got a nice, break.
1: they got a nice little, like
2: little wooden patio area.
1: Pink lemonade, not no bullshit. Yellow lemonade. They got the pink lemonade. Oh.
2: That's what rich people drink, the drink.
1: Holding it up in the air, celebrating. He's like, "I deprogram you, motherfuckers,
2: so hard." Oh my god, you're human. And now that they're like, he's, he's McQueen's proving his point. Hey, queers! And it's like, what? <laughs> Hitman's music, <laughs> and we see it's fucking Brett the Hitman heart. And he's got the leather jacket with the, the denim fucking vest on. No patches on it, though. That was kind of lame. Yeah.
1: I would have liked the wraparound shades <laughs> that, he used. To, I, oh. I know. I would have loved the ones yeah. that he gave little kids. The, like, That's the what little, I mean. Yeah, ones.
2: those. Sh- oh, with the rubber. Oh,
1: God, the he's rubber. Like, hose. I heard there's
2: some demons here. Need to be killed. Sorry to intrude, immortal, but this one was mine. And uh, he's like, oh, my God, who the fuck is this? And we learn apparently Rafe, even though this is the first appearance of Randall, the collector, Rafe knows him. He has history with him. He's like, yeah. that's Randall, the collector. Yeah. Apparently his job is when demons turn good, he has to kill them. I have no fuck. I thought he was just a demon bounty hunter kind of deal. Well, I thought he was a, a good guy at once. Like he was in another immortal, but I thought at first. Yeah. And then it turns out, no, he's a bag. He works for Satan. Do we know that right now? Not right now. Well, we yeah. do. Yeah, we do. Learn that he he when it, the, he wants to take these demons to hell because they're turning good. Like he doesn't want them to be good. Okay, Murray. For the
1: purpose of this, we need to we need to tone it down a minute. We need we can't oversell uh, Hitman here. Hitman uh, Randall, <laughs> the guy that's the best there is, the best there was, the
2: best there ever will be.
1: <laughs> because all all we know is he just he fucking as he, Rafe, he is the excellent excellence. Of execution i like it he's got a pole pole arm yeah pole axe. pole axe. and uh yeah as rafe is trying to explain that's randall he's cutting sid's head off
2: yes he he beheads Sid.
1: apparently he chips it on a piece of wood it's a shitty blade if it chips a chunk of fucking <laughs> steel off because that's what yeah, ray finds in a minute here and yeah then he starts explaining it because all he explains <laughs> is that once a demon always a demon we says, "Once a demon, always a demon."
2: Well, you know I can't do voice acting, Marine. And we learn he's from the fifth level of hell. He's a total dick, but a badass as well. And then McQueen's like, "Rafe, what? What the fuck happened? Why did you? We saw that Sydney was turning. He was going to be good. They'll always be guilty demons because mm-hmm. he's just not buying it, man. He's four hundred years. Yeah, and he's just was like one day he's supposed to be like demons are okay." So, Sarah, th- this
1: is apparently her role in the show. Again, third episode. I imagine she does this all the time. She's making excuses for Rafe. She's enabling him. So, I don't know I don't know what's going on, why she's so in love with Rafe, but maybe it's... Well, cause... come on.
2: It's Lorenzo. That fucking Rockstar hair, dude. Rockstar hair. Guys, you gotta what see. What was she doing? Hair. She had two. She had dueling Rockstar hair. Brett Hitman's Greasy Mop. And then that luxurious mane of Lorenzo's? I bet they were the same age, but Brett...
1: I mean, all that fucking wrestling has had its toll on I Brett. I think Lorenzo's actually older than him. He thinks so? At this time, yeah. Wow. Well, as opposed to another time when he wasn't as old as him? <laughs> I don't him. know about time because he's immortal. <laughs> so. God damn it, I thought I had you and you fucking twisted it on me. That's why we're the best. See, like you said, she's making
2: excuses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's explaining to McQueen, you see, what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to prove him wrong. Uh because he's he's always right,
2: Rafe. He's always right. That's why I'm with him. He's always right. So she's like, I'll talk to him. Don't worry about it. And she's like, Look, we're getting we're making breakthroughs here. We're seeing shit I've never seen before. And Rafe's like, Look, twenty four hours. It's always twenty four hours. You get twenty four hours and that's it. And if we don't convert these demons, I'm killing them and, he's like, and he's like, wait, what is that? As you alluded to earlier, this big ass chunk of metal. I thought it was a fucking Indian like arrowhead. So did I. And he's like, huh? This he's, must. Yeah, he's playing with it. He's looking at it in the sun. He tastes it. He like tries to like bend it like they like, test gold, yep. you know. And he's like, this is real demon silver.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
2: And he's like, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna look into this. And of course, I I didn't expect this.
1: This this montage caught me by surprise. The first one I saw coming. Flashback. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It, it, I guess it's both. It's this one is this flashback. one it's it's definitely a flashback, but it was kind of a montage. Yes. Yeah. Um it's a katana forming montage. So I right. w- guess samurai's got to make their own katana. We know that. And he's got his own like uh, uh the fucking anvil and like blacksmithing blacksmithing area, just like up, Smithy, on, a, yeah. uh, uh, up on a mountaintop up on a mountain or something. Of course, Mount Fuji. Mount Fuji, that's exactly what I was expecting. And he's just hanging out up there. He's forging his own, and you got the sensei's words just pulsating through his brain waves. Understand the weapon
2: to understand the warrior. So you get to fight the ultimate warrior? Could be. Amanda, we see her next. Apparently, I guess the first
1: thing— Let's remind everybody, Amanda is our blonde demon
2: who's spaghetti slurping eater. down spaghetti and liver. And McQueen's like, I can get through with her. But first, I got to electroshock this bitch. They're are stra- strapping this chick in and Murray we're
1: experts of electrotherapy. Well, we saw it. Yeah, we saw death wish too. Exactly. That's all you need to know. Yeah. A lot of computers, a lot of monitors, yeah,
2: it's like a
0: whole it's like a 1960s computer.
1: Yeah, it's, a, just, it's Yeah. A, it's
2: a wall of machinery. Right. This isn't that. No. This is like a Dr. Kevorkian electric chair kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's I mean, of course we don't explain it. We, I think we have a lot of mental patients who listen to us who probably had electrotherapy. <laughs> They just put the things on the side of your temples and, like, hit you with it. No, this is, like, from an electric chair, the fucking headpiece of an electric chair connected to this, like, a fucking uh, CD player or some shit. <laughs> and it's connected to his amps. <laughs> his amps. It probably is. He's got a wah-wah into her. He's got the, yeah, got the I'm going to wah-wah shit. into your brain. Well, he is Peter Frampton. We exactly. That, so he's, like, doing the mouth thing. <laughs> Do you want
0: to be like
2: a cute <laughs> Pet the kitty, pet the kitty. So, yeah, he's going to shock the demon out of her, apparently. That's the first step. And,
1: uh, you know, you got Sarah there who's like, oh, this isn't real science. This is a little abusive. I don't think I can be okay with this.
2: And he's like, have you ever put a car battery to your balls? Because you're like, well, I don't have balls. <laughs> well, that's right. I have. It works. Trust me. Yeah. Uh,
1: there was a time when I was depressed. I lost my hand. I lost my band. I was unable to fuck every bitch in did, sight did he, did he anymore. He learn
2: how he lost his hand?
1: He never talks about it. Mm. Mm, exactly. There's a whole
2: episode, I think, about that.
1: I checked myself in. They strapped the
2: headgear to me. <laughs> Immediately. Just shock that motherfucker. Look
1: at me now. Look at me now.
2: And If it doesn't work, we're just going to fucking give her a lobotomy. We're just going to start to stick a needle up through her eye, into her brain, poke uh-huh. around, uh-huh. see what happens. So, uh, yeah, we start. We get McQueen. She's like, well, I can't argue with that. You had your balls shocked. right? I, mean, I don't have balls. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. So he's just, like you say, he's got the wah wah pedal. It's a wah 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 wah.
1: (laughs) And it's a light riff at first. He's just playing some easy, like, Beatles (laughs) tunes and shit, and everyone's just singing. My guitar gently weeps, I think. (laughs) Yeah. But then he starts amping it up. He He starts starts, playing Eruption, dude. Eruption? The fucking (laughs) Eruption solo? Yeah. Woo hoo hoo! And Sarah, appropriately, is like, you're going to melt her brain. I cannot. She's taking her shirt off, by the way. She's waving her bra in the air because, I mean. She pulls a lighter out. Lighter, tits. And, she, so like, her skirt's dropping off her. It, wow.
2: Yeah, her clothes just fly off her body.
1: I mean, it's eruption. Right.
2: And then then they stops. And, like, a man's like, holy fuck, I think she's dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Her b- bims were off the chart, and she feels the pulse on her neck. She says, oh, she's okay.
1: Yeah, because Sarah mm-hmm. – w- well, we don't hear Sarah saying it because she's fucking orgasmic at this moment. Right. But we get to see the little console or little TI-184 calculator. The bims are going insane. I thought
0: I just said boobs on her calculator. <laughs>
1: boooooooobs 8 um, but, yeah, we saw that, and the, the boobs or the bims, they're going way up, and that's not good. We know the bims are supposed to go down. So she's like, I think you killed her when he finally stops, and she's got a breath, and she throws a glass of water on her face. She's like, I can be a scientist. She puts her glasses back on. She's a nerd again.
2: Puts her hair up. You know, Covers her tits, yeah. You know, and we're like, I don't want to fuck that woman at all now. Yeah. A nerd. <laughs> but she's like,
1: "You you fucking killed her. He goes in. She's got a pulse. She's okay. And during the fucking eruptions, we heard demon voices. And it was like, was it his Wawa or was it Amanda?
2: I, I think he, he did it. He exercised the demon. He thinks he did. He's like, she's good. <laughs> she's good.
0: Because
2: <laughs> he's like, yo, man, when I, when I play this guitar. Bitches get wet. That's yeah. all I can say. I don't know what I was doing with his fake hand, but fucking Christ. Because his left hand, he's a le- he's a right guitar player, so his left hand's working the Yeah, it's some kind of like Def Leppard thing with a one-handed drummer guy, but it was for guitar. Ooh, I like it. So outside, Rafe is going up to Godwin. was playing Magic the Gathering by himself for some reason. Goodwin, not Godwin. G- goodwin. <laughs> I love that. Rafe, Rafe good, God. <laughs> But why is he playing Magic the Gathering? It was hot at the time, I guess. Apparently, hey, apparently I mean, you, it's hot now. I guess you like, heard about that, yeah? yeah I, just get, say. I didn't even know Pokemon were a card game. I thought it was just a cartoon. No, that started when and I was people a kid. People are paying thousands of dollars for these fucking. Murray, cards. I used to walk a mile. Anybody want and a my nineteen ha- nineties NBA cards that are worthless? I'll give you a Maybe. thousand. Give me a thousand dollars. I'll it. give
1: you this. Take the trash away for me. I used to walk a mile and a half to buy Pokemon cards. They were $8 back when I was like... In the 90s? In the 90s. It was 8 bucks at the remember, Livonia Mall. I
2: remember when trading
1: cards were a the quarter. L- at the Livonia Mall, I would go there t- right next to my barber shop. There'd be the pitch, hit, and run, and I'd buy Pokemon cards there. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: 8 Wait, bucks. Regardless, he's playing Magic Gathering by himself. I thought you had to play with other people. You do. Okay, but he's he's good one. He's just tech building, you know. He's, think, he's thinking through scenarios. He's doing it all, Murray. Come
0: on. That's
2: all he does in his spirit. <laughs> he's not helping anybody. Murray, how old is he? I don't know. He acts like he's fucking five, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know what? I meant to say that he's 400 years old. He's sophisticated. He can entertain himself, but, yeah, you're right. He is a child still.
2: So he's like, look, Goodwin, I got this shard here. I'm gonna take this. apparently there's a there's a smithy in the middle of the city they're living in and wherever I they're mean, at. This makes no I wonder, fucking sense. I wonder if they travel around or they're just in, located in one city. Because LA seems like the kind of place demons would be, but I don't know. Maybe they they hop around. Uh, yeah, like I know every I know it's, it, every episode's filmed in Vancouver. I'm sure because probably. where every one of these shows was. Well, here's
1: an interesting thing because Murray, were, again. We're not just investigative journalists, but we're historians through L.A. over the time, the population right. We know especially. Right, about the population, yeah. And at this point, has it exploded? With de- yeah, with demons. And
2: so how much of the population yeah, would you probably, say is demons?
1: Like, well,
2: percentage-wise, I'd say at least 50. 50%?
1: Yeah. So do
2: you think there's some demons? Epstein. Dianne
1: Feinstein, do you think she's a demon?
2: Everystein. Epstein, uh, who's the guy, the... Miramax guy uh, that had Miramax? A, who had a gangrene dick who, no, got, I, who just went to prison. He's you're to prison. not helping. He just went to prison for raping some women.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can see his fat face. He's brother. Weinstein. 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 Yeah. All Weinstein. the
2: Steens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to
2: be careful because we're going to be dro- drooling. <laughs> we, we just named three Steens that were involved with sex – of fucking crimes, all right? And, That's and, all I'm saying. and it's it's true, but we got to be careful because remember,
1: on Wednesday we're go- drooling over a Nazi character, <laughs> so
2: we yeah, got to be no. careful. I just, I, yeah. I we just are love not the, Nazis. I love the body, not the mind. So yes, he's We like both married her. I'm taking it into. The, I'm going into the city. I know a guy who's an expert in de- demonic metals. What the fuck is this?
1: Okay, it's the year 2000. And he knows blacksmiths.
2: <laughs> yes, that was hot. It was so, a very hipster thing. So it was like really he, hot for like the blacksmithing. Is he hanging around like uh, Renaissance Festival? No, it was the- a hipster thing at the time, like blacksmithing. You don't remember
1: that? Yeah. Shut the
2: fuck up. Griff's yeah, feeling a little...
1: In the year 2000, yeah. I was getting into World of Warcraft. I wasn't worried about this bullshit. Yeah. I was obsessed with Aqua Teen and Sea Lab not worrying about fucking making a pole axe.
2: He's going into the city to get this shard identified. Uh, this would have been a perfect role for Branscombe because it looked like an arrowhead. And he yeah. would have, like, you know. But anyway.
1: Anyways, before we get there, we got Sarah and McQueen. They're celebrating his scientific wah-wah breakthrough. Right.
2: This is it. <laughs> we don't need to kill demons anymore.
1: Oh, uh, and McQueen. And she's like,
2: tell me about yourself. Yeah, you know? tell me
1: about the day. De- you used to be a huge fucking
2: rock star? You were in Golden Needle
1: Thread or something?
2: Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I was. And. You should have seen the pussy I got. The best. Every dumpster in every city, I fucked somebody behind it. You
1: thought my eruption solo was good? You should have heard. You should have
2: seen my eruptions.
1: You should have heard my fucking solo. They're improvised solos. They were so good. People would say I was like a, a obsessed. A demon possessed? What was the saying?
2: Demon <laughs> a
1: demon possessed. A yeah. man possessed. A man possessed. What the fuck?
2: And he's just like, you know, but I realized when I lost my hand and couldn't do it anymore that this was, which is the classic thing. When I can't do the sinful shit anymore, I realize it's wrong. And then I find God. You think
1: think the story would have been more impactful if if he realized his wicked ways one night in a drunken stupor or drug high or something and cut his hand (laughs) off? But no, it's, I lost my
2: hand and then I realized I was an asshole. And I'm going to atone for my sins by helping demons. Apparently, we don't know. What's his backstory? (laughs) He stumbled on demons? You think he used to be helping drug addicts or something?
1: I think what it's supposed to be is uh, all the degenerates, all the people that Lorenzo are, are afraid Lorenzo. of. <laughs> Lorenzo, I did it again. Uh, Raf is plays afraid for of the Lakers.
2: Lorenzo Ball, I guess, isn't
1: <laughs> Lorenzo Ball, isn't it? Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> you're, you're mocking me.
1: Um, I love this though because it's just—I forgot where I was going. Okay, good because I don't care
0: because we cut
2: to a bubbling cold, another bubbling cold. <laughs>
0: right? What?
2: Apparently that's how you do blacksmithing. Are on you, a colver cauldron? Are you waiting for like some fucking uh, foreign
1: substance yeah, yeah, or some international ex- substance? Excuse me, international substance, white object to be uh,
2: sprinkled. And into And we this. see our boy Randall, played by Brett the Hitman Hart. I, I, I'm doing. I'm not doing any justice. I'm mean, actually doing a Bret Hart impression. He's doing a totally different voice. He's southern for some. He's like, well, he, it's hell is south. I guess so. It makes sense. It's south of heaven. Uh, so maybe was, mm. he thought this through. Mm. So, yeah, he's doing a Southern X. Tom Mariah should have been the the blacksmith. That would have been fucking awesome. And then uh, uh, a Rafe shows up. Well, hey there. How about we get a a little coffee?
0: Got no quarrel with you, cowboy. You caught me with my iron in the fire, so to speak. How about we grab a cup of java?
2: Cup of Joe. So they go to the nearest diner. It's a Twin Peaks diner. There an R. The double R. Double R. So thank you. And he's this totally. He's just pinching the waitress's ass. We're talking about uh, Randall. Randall. Yeah, brave. He's chased. He's he's had sex, and his wife died.
1: Exactly. Dre- just drenched in that fucking black leather uh, duster. And he gets the black coffee. And Randall's
2: just drenching whatever that shit Bret Hart puts in his hair. He
1: Again, like, he's going to the wrestling ring. He He's wet his hair <laughs> down.
2: Juicy as all
1: hell. He should have been wearing the shades. He's not wearing the shades. He's trying to show off that beautiful face. How do you like my shades? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, pinching wait- waitress ass. And, and then you just, you would think that Rafe would be in a coffee because he's looking like a goth kid, you know? <laughs> right. And that's all they do is get the free and coffee. he's like, no, it's not your growth. We all know that. He pushes it away from him. And Randall's just like, what are you, some kind of pussy?
2: (laughs) He's like, I like it. And then he says this, I like it because it makes me perky.
0: Coffee's getting cold. I never touch it. No. I live for it. I wouldn't make it through the day without these breaks. Makes me feel perky.
2: perky. 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 And then he just goes, hey, baby, give me that urn there. Is this, is this, hey, this has the orange hand. That's decaf. I don't it's want that. A,
1: I don't know what this fucking thing it was, is called. It was another cauldron. <laughs> An urn is obviously what people think of with death. Oh, it's coffee urn. It's a coffee urn. It's called a coffee urn? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Oh. And okay. like, chug a
2: lug, and he just fucking the nice, guns. the fucking boiling hot coffee. The nice sizzle effect, too, and he <laughs> yeah. grabs it. And then Murray's favorite... <laughs> He gets this, a, is a, this is a. You know, this is a Lorenzo Lamas production when you see this camera work. You hear us talk all the time. We're you're
1: getting a, a little more background on the whole M and M joke between me and Tim here. <laughs> me and brother Murray always make reference to a bowl of M and M's, and it comes from Renegade. And Lorenzo Llamas loves these shots, close up of food. We get a super fucking like it's like a scientific inspection of like cells within a cherry pie. It is so
2: fucking no close. pertinence to the story at all.
1: No, and don't you need just, to know this. You got a fork cutting. It didn't even look like a cherry, <laughs> cutting some foreign berry, an, an international berry, in half.
2: What was this? I don't know. I don't know why it was there, but that's called the Lamaze shot. From now on, it's the Lamaze shot. A close-up of food for no reason. <laughs> I like what you did there,
1: Lamaze. <laughs> it sounds, sounds French. sounds more sophisticated yeah. than what it really is. And uh, now we're going to get into some beef.
2: beef. Yeah, he, well, he, first, Randall kind of this throws Rafe's shit in his face He's, I just maybe you like killing. Maybe that's your fucking thing. I to like get you, this world <laughs> to get you hard, buddy? Huh? Huh? I see a little chump stirring in those pants. If you so much as show your face near
0: Sarah again, I'll kill you. Make no mistake about it, cowboy. You get my way, your head will roll. You see me shaking with fear? You're all hat, no cattle, cowboy. For the first time in a long and illustrious career,
2: you are protecting the bad guys. And it don't suit you. See, so what we have here is a standoff. They turn good, I collect them. They turn bad, you send them home special D. Does it really matter what happens? Maybe you've been doing this for so long that you've forgotten what it's all
0: about. Maybe you just like the killing. It's not killing, it's return to sender. You got a lot run against you right now. I got the advantage. So I'll go where I please. It's there. I'll be waiting. Waiting to kill me? Or just wait?
2: And he's like, all I know is you better butt out, pal. Because I'm going to be killing these demons. I'm going to come back. Because they're like, why didn't you kill the other two demons? Well, they haven't converted yet. Because that's why I think it's like if his job is to kill good demons. That's why he didn't kill... Beatrice and Amanda, when he had the chance the first time, I don't know why. Like, is that a thing? Demons are always turning good. I don't know.
1: It's really hard to keep track of
2: this storyline.
1: I just know that Randall and him have some beef, and they're gonna potentially squash it. So Rafe is
2: having like an existential crisis right now because he's always believed all demons are bad, and he needs to kill them. So he doesn't. He has has like this fifth heart-to-heart with Sarah in this episode. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what to believe anymore.
1: Maybe it's because he doesn't want to be like Randall and just murder. Yes, because he okay. doesn't
2: enjoy it. He doesn't enjoy it at all. He because th- that that's the thing. When it, it hit it struck a nerve when Randall's like, Maybe you just enjoy killing.
1: Yeah. And he had he had confessed earlier when we had that little glimpse, that little shimmer of hope, when he was like, Maybe this is not the only way. So we're getting a little bit more of that. There's gotta be there's gotta be a better way, Murray. Maybe if there's only
2: a lesson I can learn from my sensei, but that's for later.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, wait, is there a montage?
2: Because we see Amanda, she's chained up. She's into the freaky shit. We learned that. She's chained up to a uh, a barca lounger, Mm -hmm. and uh, McQueen's forcing her to listen to his fucking music.
1: Yeah, it was uh, from Peking, I believe. From what? Did I say a country, or did I just mumble something?
0: I don't know.
2: You said Peking? Did you say that? I did. It's a city in China. Oh, okay, good duck going back to your duck thing oh yeah and she and she's just like god damn this fucking music gets me wet just, just keep playing it i remember this i was there when you played it live I was getting molested. It was that five-hour jam. What the fuck? getting molested by this weird dude with puka shells and spiked frosted tip hairs. You see what I did there? He had flip-flops. It was gross. And he had dirty feet on top of it with snarly fucking toenails. <laughs> Guys, if you're going to wear sandals, you have to wear sandals. Cut your fucking toenails. It's so gross. Oh. So, yeah, and she's just recounting her trauma you know, remember when he said he felt he told
1: Sarah, I felt like a man possessed back then. Yeah. And Amanda says, you were so strong back then. And he's like, really? fall, he's like in, in his own. He's like, wait, what? You thought I was powerful? And so it's like, I, I felt like this moment of doubt where he's like, was I a demon? Was that why I became, like, a demon uh, the programmer? Because I used to be a demon?
2: I didn't. You're getting really deep. I thought she was just trying to seduce him, you know, because, you know, he thinks with his dick. So she was like, you're so powerful and big. And he's like, he was going back to the old days, the fucking uh, dumpster days. The dumpster days. <laughs> dumpster days revisited, my favorite th- Metallica Of album.
1: course, there's the salad days, and then there's the dumpster <laughs> days. Everyone's <laughs> reflecting on the d- I'm thinking it's the dumpster days right now. And she's
2: like, let me... Stroke that big hand of yours.
1: Yeah, and he leans in close, and I thought he was gonna start like licking his e- her ear or something. Maybe going for the neck. You know, mm-hmm. that's how old people like it. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I, I once had a very uh, old man tell me that you're never gonna be able to please a woman unless you can fuck her neck. And I,
2: I'm dead serious about this. He told me this story. Before, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, um, fuck her neck, or like I don't know what you're going for. Like kiss her neck and then. Yeah, kiss her off?
1: I'm appropriating this story for myself. He told it to my buddy Dave, but I knew the guy as well because I worked with him. But yeah, he was like, "You'll never be able to please a woman unless you can fuck her neck." And I think. Later, I think he
2: meant rub your dick on their neck. <laughs> I don't know. I think the sensei says that later too. He says, oh. You would never please a woman until you can fuck her neck.
1: But it turns out McQueen's leaning in to just tell her, Not gonna
2: yip Yeah, he's like, I'm on to you. You're a demon. He's and still. he's getting ready to pull away when she grabs his hand. His fake hand. She grabs his fake hand. Dramatic pause.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it changes into a
1: real hand. Oh, man. That was... We built the tension right there for I didn't everybody. I not could
2: do that. And she's like... Here's your axe, baby. Play it just like sex. You never forget. It. And then he immediately goes. He always. Eruption is the only solo he ever learns. He's constantly playing Eruption for some reason. <laughs> and he's, but he's playing it good. Oh my god! So
1: Sarah's outside and she's talking to, to Goodwin, and she's like, Amanda's. Readings are really odd because it's like with Sid, when he touched the kitten, the bims went this way and this other metric went that way. But it's the reverse. It's like she's kind of throwing me off. It's like she can make
2: us believe whatever she wants. I just I don't know what to make of this. So we go back inside to McQueen and Amanda and she's giggling like a fucking rapist. And he's just playing that sweet, sweet solo. And then he just comes to his senses again. He's still a man. He's not a demon possessed. He's like, I don't want this life. Take it away, Amanda. Take my hand away. And just as she's about, uh, I think, kill him, Beatrice steps in with her crazy hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because um, a man, just she, she
2: just pulls down her top a little bit, revealing a little more cleavage. So he put because her clothes blown off. Did he put clothes back on her? He
1: must have. Okay. Maybe, maybe he likes like a little bit more of a tease even Mm -hmm. though he just because maybe his eyes were closed during that solo. We don't know. (laughs) Probably. If If you're good you close your eyes. So she reveals a little bit more of that cleavage and he's right back in. You know he's back into that demon way and then Beatrice comes from behind and you know he's had a thing for Beatrice for forever. Right. You know he's like what's with that hair? He's been wanting to know. He's been wanting to run his fingers through it. He's been wanting to run his penis through it for years.
2: What's the fuck that hair.
1: Yeah. Who knows why, but who knows why she throws it up like that. And so he's like, but what about Raph? He's the most amazing human being I've ever seen. The perfect specimen, if you will.
2: Lorenzo fed him those lines, everybody. I'm sorry. And she's like, just don't worry about him, baby. We'll take care of that immortal. Cut to... Our boy uh, of of uh, Rafe, he's just like he's having this existential crisis. He's like, do I enjoy killing? And then he's like, I got to talk to the sensei again. Dil-l-l-l-l-l-l-l. Goes back to the flashback, and no, he doesn't enjoy it. We learn that the secret is to kill, but never enjoy. You can't enjoy the it, killing.
1: No, you can't enjoy it. So you always got to be sad when you shoot somebody.
2: So oh, he is. Uh, Randall shows up just as he learns this life lesson. Yeah. Hey there, man. I'm ready for the mother demons, bro. He's, and he, he's holding Sid's head in his hand. No, no,
1: no. Oh, Sid, Sid is on. just with
2: him. Oh, okay. He that was yeah, that was earlier at Sid's head. Yeah. And, and they're like, What?
1: Yeah, Rayfish is just like Oh, I see what's going on here. You're not out hunting demons. Cause again, at this point I thought Randall was in the same role as Raph, right? except more brutal, right. you know? And, no, it's not the case. He's from the fifth level of hell. He's a demon, and he wants to rule Earth or something as well. Well, he just reveals, like, we've been playing you all the
2: long, idiots, nerds. So, Raph? This whole thing was just, they were all in on it. it They've were, they were been toying with McQueen. It's a big old Ruse. So,
1: Raph, uh, he makes the first move and he pulls out his gun and starts shooting at Randall. And I guess he does some matrix moves. Yeah, he's
2: got like some guns strapped to his chest. He pulls them out, shoots uh, shoots a demon. We, I, I guess that he would, I think you think he learned by now it doesn't work. You can't yeah. just shoot a demon.
1: So, Sid, uh, meanwhile, is attempting to sweep behind with a shovel and knock out his uh, the feet underneath Raf, But, I mean Rafi just knows better. So he pulls out the katana and he does the same butcher knife like approach with the katana and stabs. Norman Bates style Yeah. Norman Bates style and stabs downward, opens up the demon hole, and flushes sit down
2: it. And that Yeah, it is like a toilet. It just flushes him yeah. down. And then no uh, Randall, Randall right just here. he's 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 enjoying it. He's like, Let's get ready to wrestle I'm sure you have the commercial break there. And
0: ready
2: to wrestle Inside Sarah Goodwin. They they stumble in on McQueen. He's got his demon ladies around him. And it's revealed. Yeah, they were just toying with you guys. They were just learning how to master their powers. And they're I love uh, it. You get that big. That's right. <laughs> right. Fireplug shows up. It makes sense. Fireplug. Hell. Fire Plug. And they run out the room, at the, the house. And they're like... Goodwin does a good move here, Murray.
1: He reaches over for the vinyl that he was flipping through earlier. Not CDs, vinyl. Because mm-hmm. Peter Frampton's old. Mm-hmm. And he throws him in their face. And the demons don't know what to do. Oh!
2: <laughs> so they're tripped up for nine minutes. It gives them enough time to get out the door. Yeah. Because that house was a mess. It was like a hoarder's place. You got to really watch where you're stepping. Also, there's no lights. I'm I'm guessing too. There's kitten shit everywhere. There's gotta be snake shit. God, I've been in so many houses where people just let the cat shit everywhere. I yes, I've been there too. It is fucking gross. What
1: is like? That's a level of depression of
2: Uh just insanity. That's why I. I, We when we had cats, they're always outside cats. We never had to deal with that shit. So.
1: Well, I have an indoor cat. No, I don't. That's don't why I don't. That's why that I don't shit. have a
2: cat because I don't want to have a fucking, fucking basket of shit in my house. I, I not. That's I want it gone. So, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not attacking you. You can do whatever no, I you know, want. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. So they go out. She's like, "Do something about that door." He karate kicks the fucking security, security panel. <laughs>
1: What was this? And then it sparks. <laughs> and the door flies open. I lo- Okay, this was supposed to be a little comic relief right. because everything's getting a little too tense. And so he kicks it. He falls over after he roundhouses it. This is Goodwin roundhousing it. It sparks. And then they're like, that should do it.
2: And Sarah's like, do what? And then the door just flies open, and the demons are right there. So they, they run to the bang boss, and they grab their shotgun. Same shotgun that, that Rafe pumped five times. Yep. And they're just, like, arguing because, like, you're going to kill. No, I'm going to kill. You're the guy you're supposed to kill. And they're, like, doing that little thing. Going back and
1: forth. And we go back over to Rafe. They're in a barn now. They haven't quite gone into the barn? Yeah, no, they're in the barn. Just go for it. Right. They're they're in a barn. It's very
2: uh, the heart lit.
1: Yep. Uh, Rafe has just eluded a big fucking double axe hammer from uh, uh, Randall. And he lands a big old kick on him. And Randall gets up and he's shaking off the cobwebs. Holy <laughs> shit! You kick like a mule, son. I don't know
2: what you, you do. But you had the fucking accent. I like that. You had the southern accent. I got
1: it. Okay. Okay. Griff's improving.
2: Thanks. I've been working out. A lot of little banter between them. It's, there's a little sexual tension between these you two. You think so? they love each other's hair? The grease hair. Well,
1: yeah. this is interesting, though, because Randall's into greasing, because Bret Hart's into greasing.
2: But Lorenzo likes it nice and, you know, dry. He knows the secret of the Sioux Falls. Yeah. He's taught by a shaman. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. They're still outside because Beatrice and Amanda show up. And they're getting ready to join the fight. And, this is my bitch! And then Randall kills the, or sends flushes him down to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn demon, old man. <laughs> Oh, it looks like... So now they make their way to a barn. Yeah. They're just just in a barn all of a sudden. They don't make their way anywhere. And McQueen shows up because he's pissed off, and he's got a weapon. Does he have a gun? What does he have? He
1: had a fucking katana, too!
2: he had a katana. I think he did. Okay.
1: And he charges in, and he's got it brandished over his head. It's really dark in here, just like in his house. So I couldn't tell. Maybe it was a pitchfork. Who cares? Who who knows? Who cares? So he's ready. He's going straight for Rafe. I'll get
2: you, immortal. And Rafe just cuts his hand, his his new hand off. Yeah, it looks like a scene from fucking Star Wars. And then Sarah jumps in. She's got the, the shotgun that that fucking Goodwin's too much of pussy to use. She shoots. Fucking. Well, there's a scene where Rafe and Randall are facing off. Yeah, and then. Randall kicks Rafe, and Rafe shoots Randall at the same time. So they fly apart. Yeah, they both
1: fly again, Matrix style. They're flying (laughs) vertically across the ground, or horizontally across the ground. And then Sarah comes in, and
2: she fucking shoots him with a shotgun when they're already like fifteen feet apart. And he no sells it. He gets right back up. And he starts choking Rafe. They're just in the middle of the barn choking him.
1: Sarah and Goodwin are arguing who's
2: going to shoot him next. We can't get a clear shot. Yeah, well, they can't get a clear shot because the beautiful hair, it's like blinding both of them. Oh, like, that's it. Yeah. And then we hear ring, 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 ring. And he's like, hold on a second. Hang on a second, partner. <laughs> what?
0: Yep. <sighs> I hear you. Right, boss. Top of that. On it. That was uh, Who do you think? Got a booker. They'll be held to pay. But w-
2: hey, he's got agendas. Inside agendas. I just go where I'm kicked. Adios, cowboy. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, boss. I'm doing. I'm like acting I'm it what? out. I'm Murray actually pulled out his phone I'm for, this. for this. I'm doing method for this. <laughs> yeah, boss. Oh, oh yeah. I'll be there in a minute. Gets a call from Satan. Old Scratch himself. I
1: could have swore. I, I wrote this in the notes, not as a joke, but I could have swore he said, it's my booker. <laughs> I could have swore he actually fucking yeah, he said that. He got to
2: threw a little like, slide nod to uh, wrestling business. Uh, He's like, all right, queers, I got to go. And, he and fixes Rafe's duster, pats it off, says, you know who it is, bud. You <laughs> know Bosses. Yeah, and this fucks off i guess he stabs himself and go- flushes himself down the toilet i don't know how he, gets he just back wandered
0: off he just walked <laughs> off
2: he's <laughs> gonna walk to hell so we got the wrap up we, i'm sure we had the commercial now we get that little wrap up perfect segue the wrap up because they're
1: literally wrapping <laughs> mcqueen's hand back yeah, on is that how they do it duct tape he, he puts his duct tapes his old fucking hand. his hand was chopped off his hand was chopped off it no turned, blood. It turned back into the fake hand. Perfect fake hand. Yeah. And they it's were able the to just. The stump
2: was like healed. It was yeah. It was some magic. It was just like uh, Frosty the Snowman, man. And he's like, look, guys, I hope you can like forgive me, you know. You know, demon pussy, it's the best pussy of all. I got crazy. I got I, I went back to the dumpster days. I'm okay now.
1: Goodwin is it's just like, look, if you give me One of your G-strings that you got from one of those ladies back in the day, we'll call it even. He's into that type of
2: thing. Yeah, he remembers Woodstock 99 very well. Exactly. And then they're like, well, let's get up in the RV and take off. And that's what they do, right off to the next uh, mission, next uh, adventure.
1: Murray, I'm pretty sure. I I think we're going to revisit because we got to see the other Bret Hart episode. Yeah, because we were like, what happened? Are you not it? captivated by Randall? Do you not want to know more about <laughs> Randall's boss? Sure do, pal.
2: That's right. It's it's fucking Vince McMahon. Oh. Or, this is 2000. It's the powers that be. Oh, it could be. It's the Black Scorpion. Oh, my we're God. We're rattling off some shitty-ass wrestling angles that we've been watching the past few weeks. And they are awful. Yeah.
1: Three hours. Don't Navy watch,
2: Seal Bad. Don't you think... This episode exhausted you. Watch a 1990s Nitro episode. Uh, It we might be on 2000. Is it 99? It was like 99. Yeah, you're right. And it was two and a half hours, and it felt like five. I was literally exhausted last week after no. that episode. We've right? done
1: this two weeks in a row now. <laughs> they are the most exhausting episodes yes. ever. And we're doing it. Why are we doing it again? I don't know why we're doing oh, it. we're masochists. I was leaving that up to you. So this started because they took away our precious uh, territory wrestling. Right. That's not on the apps anymore. they Peacock. Show. They took it off. So we we've been just kind of floating around the wrestling. We wanted world. to see
2: the Misfits, the punk
0: band. There we go. Wrestle.
1: I was I was trying to give that yeah, to you okay. because you said I want to see the Misfits <laughs> wrestle, and we ended up just leaving it on. It is
2: so draining. It, it it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like this episode. It's draining, but it's good. Well, no, our episode was good. Our episode was fantastic. This episode was great. And I always, I, it always bumps me out that people don't – only the diehards listen to the tippy-taps because these are so good. So good.
1: I, uh, the, 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 oh, I love them. Anyways, uh, Tip tap you know it'll be back. Yeah. Who knows what form it'll take. We're still we're – We still, don't know. We, we're still talking about doing the big Joe Coleman episode where we really get a – oh, there's so uh. much planned for that. We haven't planned a bit out like this since probably the brunch long bit. Yeah.
2: I,
0: hope,
2: I hope we don't get the reception we got for the brunch <laughs> long. That was so fucking good. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll see you for the next uh, tippy-tap whenever that comes out. Because we do these whenever we feel like it.
0: Fuck yeah.